0: Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said, done.
1: He had mentioned being informed of uh, uh, tweets and uh, Facebook posts that portray me as a, not only a racist, but a misogynist, a homophobe, a uh, pedophile, a um, uh, 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 card carrying violent white supremacist and um, and a myriad of other uh, ridiculous uh, accusations. This is the plaintiff,
2: Joseph Kumia. He says the defendant booked his U2 cover band for an event he was having and the guy tried to cancel the gig two weeks before the performance date. The defendant thinks he has the right to cancel penalty free, but he's here to show him he can't. He thinks the judge will totally agree and is suing for $2,300, the amount he's due. That defendant Terrence Nelson. He says a patron at the bar he was going to have the YouTube cover band perform at told him the plaintiff was a humongous racist and sent him screenshots of despicable things the guy posted on Twitter. His bar's a chill spot. He won't endorse or finance a bigot, and he believes he has it out with the contract he signed, so he owes nothing. He's accused of still not finding what he's looking for. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors, they are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see to Come to order, please.
3: Will you give me the rest of the
4: stuff. Just do it. Litigants have been spawning on Thank you, You're welcome. All right. Mr. Kumia, you are suing Mr. Nelson for $2,300 for the balance of a contract to book. Is it your band?
1: It is my band. Okay,
4: right? yes. uh, a U2 cover band. What's the name of your cover band?
1: A uh, tribute band by the name of 2U.
4: 2U. And <laughs> what do you mean by tri- you. what's a tribute band?
1: A tribute band is a uh, cover band that um, presents themselves as the original act.
4: Oh, so they, they gear dress up and dress
1: it's, it's half acting, Who half does musicianship. Bono? Um, a gentleman by the name of uh, Chalo, a friend okay. of mine. A- I was
4: going to say, you're, you're, you're not going to cut it. All right. Um, no, 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 no. Okay. So tell me what happened.
1: Well, uh, in essence, I, I, I received a phone call from uh, Mr. Nelson, an email, um, requesting that we play at his establishment, Trenton Social. I, uh, What's the name
4: bit- of, of your establishment?
1: Trenton Social. Okay. And after a little bit of back and forth with him uh, via email, um, we decided that uh, we could do it. Um, And uh, he was very thankful. I thanked him. We had uh, uh, not too many words back and forth as far as, uh, you know, discussing. Do you you
4: have a written contract?
1: Logistics, I do, yes. May I see it? Sure.
4: So what happened?
1: Well, um, that contract was in force for approximately two months. And um, when I, uh, the first I heard about uh, there being a problem was uh, uh, Mr. Nelson had sent me an email and uh, he told me that uh, the contract wasn't correct. So uh, he had gotten in touch with me via telephone and when we spoke he came clean about it and he said that um, he believes that I have some uh, political and social beliefs that would not be acceptable in his venue, um, and that he uh, feels as though
4: political and social and beliefs. social beliefs, yes, okay.
1: that um, that go against what he says. In fact, he had he had mentioned um, <laughs> he had mentioned being informed of uh, uh, tweets and uh, Facebook posts that portray me as a. Not only a racist, but a misogynist, a homophobe, a uh, pedophile, a, um, uh, uh, a card-carrying, violent white supremacist, and, um, and a myriad of other uh, ridiculous uh, accusations. Um, I have the source. I, I, I did a, a bit of investigating, and I came up with the source of those accusations. And it's an ongoing problem that I've had. Um, uh, uh, pertaining to online bullying and terrorist tactics, to do nothing more than defame me, uh, make my my brand unemployed. Yeah, but are they,
4: are they, uh, were were the comments from you that he was concerned about, or were the comments from someone else that he was? Concerned they came about?
1: from someone. They come come from somewhere else.
5: They're pure fabrication.
4: Okay, what happened?
5: I was sent messages from people that were not only guests of my venue, but also friends and whatever. Um, I was unaware of his affiliation with uh, his brother, who's a radio personality, so he was somewhat... Who's the brother? Uh, Anthony Cumia from the Opie and Anthony show.
6: The plaintiff has a YouTube tribute band, and the defendant canceled the gig two weeks before. The defendant says he found out the plaintiff was a racist, but the plaintiff says he never said the statements, and somebody's setting him up. Let's listen.
1: Anthony was uh, dismissed from the show last, uh, yeah, in 2014.
4: And he was dismissed from the show for what reasons?
1: Um, there was a, there was an issue with um, management on uh, uh, Sirius XM satellite radio. Um, he was in, the, if, if you'd like, I can go through the story. No,
4: I just kind of like, what did, let's try it this way. He was way. dismissed what did for, angly, for
1: angrily tweeting involving uh, a confrontation that he had with a, uh, with a woman in Manhattan. Management said
4: more than that. I remember this. Management said yes. that it was racist and misogynistic and blah, blah, blah. All the, all the things you said except for pedophile. Oh, you know, racist, right. misogynistic. Yes. Okay, That's, that gentleman is your brother.
1: That is correct. Okay. He's my younger brother. Now,
4: you get, an e- you get um,
5: messages. M- messages
4: from who are these people?
5: Some are guests of, of my place, some are friends, some are acquaintances. Some are people... And they tell
4: you what? That he's... They
5: they don't tell me anything. They send me links to uh, screen grabs of things that Joe Cumia has said.
4: Okay, but that he has said. Not that his brother has said.
5: I wouldn't judge a man by something his brother said. I would judge a man by something that he said.
4: So they sent you... What are the screenshots they sent you?
5: Um... I have well, them By here. the way, when
4: are you getting this in relation to the vent to the date? The date is going to be on St. Patrick's Day.
5: It had already passed. It was just uh, several weeks ago. No,
4: I meant when do you get um, the contacted by a bunch of people telling it was you at,
5: it was at the beginning of March, like the first and second. So
4: it was within the two-week cancellation period.
5: Prior to the prior two-week. to the two-week yes, cancellation the period. The two-week window.
4: So when you get these, you decide I don't want them in my club.
5: I I decide. I don't want him in my club. Let me look at this contract more closely and okay. see if there's anything. Right, that...
4: but why didn't you just cancel the way the contract says? Because the contract says that you have to... S- Did you cancel the way the contract says, which is notice must be in writing received through the U.S. Postal Service?
5: I thought I owed the man a conversation as opposed to just um, sending something in the mail. Um, I thought our report... Wait, no, you, should do,
4: you should do both, but anyway, guys. I,
5: I thought our rapport over the phone uh, was good. I, I, you know, I liked him when we first spoke, and musically, I think that their band is great, but... Uh,
4: Tell me what, what comments were brought to your attention. Comments of his or comments of his brother? You say no, Com- certainly not comments, comments of comments Joe of So show me the comments that were brought to your attention. Are they in writing?
5: Uh, They're screen grabs. Uh, May I interject for one moment? Can you ant-
4: object? Yes. You can oh, no, listen.
5: interject. I'd I'd like to
4: interject
1: for one moment.
4: Uh, Not usually, but I'll uh, go ahead. I have a thought
1: fresh in my head.
4: Oh, well, that's what we have pens
5: for, but go ahead.
1: (laughs) Screen grabs are, first of all, easily manipulated. Second of all, taken out of context often. And I can answer for each and every one of those. And I can tell you which ones have been taken out of context and which ones are genuine screen grabs and are not.
4: Attention all Caucasians. If I die while being arrested because I acted like an animal, white people, please don't riot and loot on my account. What was this in reference to? Do you know the context of this? Not that there's a good one. I'm just trying to understand what it was.
5: I don't know the context of it. Do you know? No, I never wrote that.
4: Damn, that boy was the size of a shaved silverback ape, and if you squint a little... And this is purportedly. This is a picture of you, and this is coming from your what? Twitter. Twitter.
1: No, it's coming from. A, 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 it's coming from a hosting site called Imager. Imgur is a hosting site wherein anyone can post pretty much anything. How do you know
4: it's coming from Imgur?
1: I can show you. I can show you who did it. I can show you the person, <coughs> the very person, that went to that went to Terrence, and told him. In no uncertain terms, I'm going to get Joe Cumia canceled and Joe Cumia and his band canceled on St. Patrick's Day. Proudly, this and and these are our live links right now. I can actually uh, I can actually show you, and I have the I have highlighted
4: right now. Let me, I, I, so the he's one of the many people, according to him, who reached out to him. But now tell me tell me this: How can you show me that that person? Um, put it on Imgur. You, ca- you can't do that. What makes you, th- other than the fact that he was proud to have reported it?
1: There, there's an online community of people. I didn't want to bring up Reddit. I really didn't want to bring them up because bring they've done up. been nothing but they've done nothing but give me a problem. It started about a year ago. You know
4: what? Don't even. I'm sorry. I don't want not to get long. Don't worry than... about it. Don't worry about it. Okay. So now I'm reading these comments and you're reading these comments and they're abysmal. So what Correct. do you decide you're going to do?
6: Welcome back to The People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So, I'm just gonna ask you, if you were the judge and you have to make a snap decision, somebody made racist comments, That a band you hired outside the club, and then two weeks later they're about to perform, can you say to them, contract's over, I don't want you in?
7: I would say yes, you can say the contract's over. Because it's that bad? Yes.
6: Uh, You agree? I agree. Even though there's nothing in the contract that says anything about it? I agree, I'd do the same thing. Okay, but can you do it and not get sued for the Performance fee that the person had.
4: I I would hope that they wouldn't let them play, but.
6: What do you think? It's America. You're allowed to do. Hor- You're allowed to say horrible things. Uh... Think about it. Think about it. Going inside the courtroom.
5: You decide you don't want him at your club. I can't have him as a welcome. I don't guest. blame
4: you. But now here's the thing. There's a contract that says how this is supposed to go down, and you don't follow what's in the contract. I don't want him at your club. If he said that, I don't want him at your club if there's somebody who says he said that. The whole thing's too controversial, right? But then it's so simple. Why don't you just do what it is that it says there? Now, without a doubt, you were informed by him before the two weeks. You were actually informed by him on the phone. You don't deny that. You were informed by him, we're canceling you, correct?
5: That's correct. And I contacted him in writing the day before just so that it was before uh, that two-week window. By email by email. He, he also told me that he was
1: going to show up and have a conversation with me face to face so he could get to know me and we could sit down and talk like human beings and he can make his determination then whether or not I seem like a, uh, a racist, misogynist, uh, pedophile, um, Nazi, white supremacist, card-carrying, violent guy. That's, that's really what, uh, what it comes down to. Instead he took the word. Why
4: would this guy have something against you? to make up that you said these things so similar to the things your brother it's, said. It's
1: not just one guy, if, if you'd be kind enough to take a look. It's, it's, a, uh, it's, it's, it's an online community of people that used to be known as pests, Opie and Anthony pests. As you know, if you know anything about my brother's old show, they used to gang up on other radio shows. They did, they did some pretty abysmal things. I mean, they did things that were, that were uh, entertaining, while on the air, that's what got them their ratings. That's what got Anthony you know, uh, made Anthony as famous and he as famous as they were. But these people are still around. They still hang around. They're they're basically online terrorists. They want to have any, They want to have anything to do with affecting my life and my brother's life. My brother. Why, now,
4: why would they have anything against you just because you're your brother's brother? I mean. Yes. They, yes. You know.
1: That's that's why. That is what that's why. It's a little bit because
4: far fetched. It's, it's a little it's, bit far fetched. Um, but now, so you end up so you end up sending an email when?
5: Yeah, that, on March 2nd, the day which that was I called in. Within, within the prior to. Prior
4: to yeah, the, the day two day week period. I, I am gonna assume, for the purposes of our discussion, that he said every single last thing. And then I'm going to analyze it legally. So, the question that I have and that I have to analyze here is Is it sufficient when a contract specifically calls for cancellation through the US Mail to turn around and cancel in a different way? Okay? You know, all you have to do is have postmarked something, you know, and I would always send it certified return receipt requested or just something so, the, so that you have a, a picture of the postmark and everything's kosher. Um, but you don't. And you send him the email, and the question that I have to answer is, is that sufficient? Is your email, does your email do it, or does the law require the way the contract says? And I've, you know, I looked at this research before coming up here. Because I gotta tell you, I think, you know, if you're concerned that he's making these horribly racist comments, you should cancel him. But that's not the question that I have. Did you know, were you right in doing it? Being a racist is not a reason for cancellation of a contract. Racists can enter, if you did say it, racists can enter contracts. They can. And they're still legally binding. So, you know, and that's one of the beautiful things about this place. That's what makes us different than other nations is that you have the privilege of being as racist as you want and you're not gonna go to jail for it. You have the freedom of speech of being a complete jerk if you wanna be. And then I have the freedom to never have anything to do with you. So you have to do the things according to the way the contract says. I think that if you're getting grief as a a club owner from people about something like this, you absolutely did the right thing. I just wish you'd done it the right way. You understand what I'm saying? I hope you're not lying under oath today. Just you know what, I just hope that you're not lying under oath today, because then I could feel better about what I'm about to do. Because if you are lying under oath, and I'm still doing this, I still know that it's the right thing, it's it's still the thing I have to do, but it'll leave a sour taste in my mouth. My verdict is for the plaintiff and the amount of the remainder of the contract, $2,300.
3: Well, the judge's hands were tied by the law, so she finds for the plaintiff he gets the $2,300 back. You know, what's a shame? The cost of a postage stamp could have saved you $2,300.
5: I haven't bought stamps since online banking started, so, you know.
3: I know, but, I mean, that's the case you face here. Simply, a postage stamp could have done it.
5: Yeah. Right.
3: From I think you've postage. learned a valuable lesson. Sure. Sorry about that, but that's that's the law, sir. Okay? All right, thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Nelson. That's the door.
1: Here comes Mr. Camille. Hello.
3: Who are you, Mr. Nelson? Well, Hello. I
1: guess you must feel pretty good right now, then. Um, I do and I don't. I have to say that um, I was a little bit... Uh, I, I'm happy that uh, that Mr. Nelson has to pay me, but I'm a little bit unhappy that uh, Judge 1000000 <coughs> didn't allow me to... Um, Delve a little, deeply, a little more deeply into uh, the accusations of racism, misogyny, pedophilia, and everything else that goes... That really wasn't the issue I facing her. I know was but the she thing didn't is, have to. The thing is, I understand that... It's terrible what you're going through. I understand. I'm doing everything I can to combat it, and there's very little recourse, America. Be very careful. Okay. Very careful. All
3: righty. Well, look, good luck. Okay? All right, thank so you so much. Thank you very much. Right. Okay, thank thing. you, ma'am. Harvey, very interesting lesson here. What do you think? Well, I mean, this is a tough one,
6: Doug. The only way, really, the defendant could cancel is if the plaintiff actually made the comments and in some way it was inciting some kind of violence. Now we'll do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now.
0: Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized, on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said, done.
2: This is the plaintiff, Kim Lashana Apollonio. She says she brought her phone into the defendant's shop for repairs, and when she picked it up, it still didn't work right. She brought it back to him, and when she went to pick it up for a second time, the defendant told her the phone was gone because she left it there for too long. Huh? The defendant probably sold her phone off for a hefty profit. What he did was wrong, and she's here suing him for the $1,250 she's most definitely owed. This is the defendant, Marcelo Oriana. He says he fixed the plaintiff's screen on her phone. And then she brought it back to fix one of the buttons. He fixed that, too. Called the plaintiff to tell her it was ready for pickup, and the plaintiff never came in. He waited for over 60 days, and his policy is clear. Merchandise left over 60 days is considered abandoned. When she found out, she went crazy and decided to sue him for all his money. Sorry. But the plaintiff has no one to blame but herself. He's accused of a cell phone disaster.
6: All parties, please use your radiance. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff brought her phone to the defendant. It went missing. She thinks he sold it. But the defendant says he fixed her screen and button. But she never came back, and it's abandoned. It's the case of I can't phone her. Thank you,
4: Douglas. Hey, Kim me. Lashania Apollonio. Yes. You are suing Marcelo Oriana's company, Marcelo Mobile Link, for $1,250 that you want him to pay you because they lost a Samsung what? Note 5. Okay.
7: Um, Tell me what happened. In May of 2016, I had my son bring my phone. I actually brought it in first myself. And the phone was, I dropped it in the water, so it it wasn't coming on. So I had my son bring it in when he offered $150 to fix it. So my son dropped the phone off to him and he repaired the phone. So I picked the phone up. When I picked the phone up, it was almost like six weeks later. I picked the phone up. It was on, it was working. My pictures were there, it was fine, I was excited. But when I got home, I I couldn't get back to the main screen. So I called him up and I told him that it wasn't working. He told me that's not what he fixed, which is understandable. So, but he told me to bring it back in. I brought the phone back in. After a couple weeks, he said he was waiting on a part. And then every week, every two weeks, it seemed like he was putting us off because he kept saying he's waiting on a part. He's waiting on a part. So now I told my son, get something in writing from him because I don't believe him. I feel like he, because the Note 7s were called back. So everybody were, wanted the Note 5s at the time because the Note 7s caught What happened fire. to the Note 7s? They caught fire, so they were recalled. So every
4: time I got on a plane, which is a lot, every time I got on a plane, I would hear, if you have a Note 7, you must... Uh, just killed their stock. <laughs> uh, if you have a Note 7, you need to hand it over because it could spontaneously combust some horrible... I was like, what? Like, you know, <laughs> right. Till I got used to it. That's safe. If, if, you, if that's not bad press, I don't know what is, but anyway. So what happens? You end up... You feel like you're being put off, and when does something, does the rubber hit the road here? What happens?
7: I went in myself, I took and off work And when did early. you go in? I went in on ten twenty seven My son said it was September 30th. But he wouldn't give him a receipt saying anything because he was waiting on a part. So when I came Wait, in... do you
4: sign something that talks about...
7: None of that is anything?
4: on his did paperwork. Did you sign Did your son sign anything? Is there any paperwork the son signed?
8: No, there isn't, not at that point because Um, If I can speak, the phone that she actually dropped off was not a Note 5. Um, She actually dropped off a Samsung Note 3. Uh, That was one of our issues we actually had originally in locating her device. Because when she originally dropped off her phone, she is correct. The device did have water damage, and we needed to repair it. So what happened is they dropped off the phone, they came back, and asked is my phone repaired? And we said at that point, what well, it hasn't even been paid for. I think that- Do mis- you have
4: the original paperwork for the original?
8: No, ma'am. How are you going to prove it, that it's a Note 3 or a Note it, 5? It, it already passed to the point where I- we disposed the paperwork. Why would you dispose of paperwork from a few months ago? It wasn't a few months ago, this was 2016.
4: Yeah, don't you have to pay taxes on 2016? Yes, ma'am. Right, and you're supposed to keep your records for seven years for the IRS. So there's no reason to get rid of paperwork you had. I think you didn't have paperwork because it's easier to run a business without worrying about paperwork and then just kind of whatever reporting to. It. But that's not okay when you're relying on a time constraint. In other words, the people in your position, because you're about to tell me she left the phone there more than sixty days, Correct. right? Correct. And that your policy is if you leave the phone there more than sixty days, we're not responsible. Correct. Right? Correct. Great. Now you're going to have to prove your defense. How are you going to do that without a stitch of paperwork? So if.
6: Uh, She just didn't come back for a long, long time, say more than two months. Can he just sell the phone or do whatever he wants with it? Um, I think he should have given her paperwork to prove that she was gone for two months. I agree with you, but if he didn't, at a point, is he allowed to just say, hey, you snooze, you lose?
3: I think if enough times passed, yeah. How
6: much? Like six months. That sounds reasonable. Going inside the courtroom.
8: room. I try to locate when we made our purchase through our vendor. The problem is that they only keep a record of us for 12 months. Unfortunately, they weren't able to give me provide me a record. My when invoice. When you say
4: your vendor, that's because you ordered a part.
8: Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so she did not have the Note 5. She actually had a Galaxy Note 3. How do you know? I did the repair personally.
4: Show me the proof of your purchase for your Note 5. I don't have proof of how
7: purchase. How are we going to know whether it's a Note 3 or a Note 5? I don't five have proof of, no... of the purchase. All I have is a receipt because when Let my Let me see sum, the receipt. When my son of the repair... When my son yeah, yeah, that's what I'm asking him for and he says he doesn't have. When We my provide son the way, customer a copy. On. What?
8: We provide. We keep an original and the customer gets a copy. Then where's your original? We had to dispose of it because the phone was disposed of.
4: So what is this document that she has? He that she signed ha- no, I don't want to hear oh. from you. I want to hear from him. Okay. That's your paperwork. What is it?
8: This is after several months. Uh, she just wanted me to write her name and the date uh, that she had came in to inquire. And
4: you did that? That you wrote?
8: She requ- She would not leave without me <laughs> doing that.
4: Okay. And then what does that document say to me?
8: That her and I had a conversation regarding it. Did she, that, she that, me- that document say that? <laughs> no. Well, between her and I, that's all she, she just wanted me to write her something. I'm like, there's nothing I can write you. But she said, I just need you to write something saying that I was here that day.
4: All right, here's where we are, guys. If your defense, because you know you had a phone, she, there's no debate that they left the phone. If you're, where is the phone?
8: It, 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 the time passed so long, ma'am, that it was either recycled or Oh, used you don't parts. really
4: know what happened with her phone. Not exactly. But you can't find it. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but listen to me. If your defense is, I didn't hear from her in 60 days, I'm gonna need you to prove it. You're gonna need to prove the date it came in, and I'm going to need to see that the date it came in is 60 day, more than 60 days from 1027 when we know she came in.
8: Can you do that? Unfortunately, I cannot. Then you're paying for the phone.
4: Now, um, according to you, it's a three. According to her, it's a five. Do you have proof of purchase of your phone so I can see what it is?
7: I don't have proof of purchase. The phone was old, obviously. It was a Note 5. A new note had came out, but I I, wanted to keep my phone. My question
4: was... I don't have the receipt. Okay. And did you have the foresight to back up your pictures when it was in your possession before returning it to him? No. Oh, you gotta be kidding me.
7: No. That's why we're here, really.
4: Why? Because if the phone's gone, the phone's gone. Right. But I can't believe you didn't do that. I didn't. Back, you should I have been I so happy up. to see those pictures again that right. you just went and took everything off of it. It takes right. two seconds. Right. Yeah, that's not why we're here. What we're here is the value of the phone. Hmm. All right, so now, do you have any more
7: paperwork you want me to see? I have this. I went back in again myself on 11-18, and he said he found, because he called me and told me the phone was there. It was a piece of metal that I refused <laughs> to accept. And I said, then you need to give me something documented again about the phone. He, uh, he said, I can offer you $100. I said, just put it in writing because I refuse to take $100 for my phone. I paid five, over $500 for that phone originally. I know yeah, it when did used. you pay the $500? Like back in 2014. Right. So and you understand
4: phone. that what you're entitled to when you come to court mm-hmm. is the value of the t- item at the time of a loss. Okay. Okay. Which is a broken five. If I believe you, three. If I believe him, but you have to understand that that it's not. You don't get four free year. You know, three free years of using the phone, and then you know. You understand what I'm saying? I understand. It's what depreciated
7: you're saying. value. Okay. I know it's a depreciated value.
4: All right. So why would uh, if the depreciated value, if if a non broken one? Well, I guess you paid for the repair, so we're going to look at it as if yeah. it's not a broken one. Um. So all right. So if the value of the uh, used Item that you say is a five, we're going to go with that, is $196.47. How is your lawsuit $1,250? Well, you want I, the value of your old phone plus the cost of a new phone, which would put you in an awesome position. Right, right. Because ching ching, let that cash register ring. That is not I the still purpose had to of buy, the buy another phone. I understand, oh. but not if you get if you get the value of your old phone, that's mm-hmm. what you put towards your new phone. You don't get both. Then it's a bonanza. Woo, thank God we get to go to court. And then what's $150 for the phone repair? No, because I'm taking that into account when I give you the full value of a repaired phone. So what you come to court for is the value of what you've lost. The value of what you've lost is a fixed five, and that's $196.47. That's what you get, because that's what he lost. You don't get... $600 $600 that you paid five year, f- three years ago, plus $600 to buy a new one so that you have a free phone for five years, and and the repair, you don't get that. $196.47 verdict for, for the plaintiff.
3: Well, the plaintiff does prevail in this case. She doesn't get everything she was seeking, and I guess you're glad of that, because it's only $196 <laughs> rather than $1200. $1, but did you learn anything about keeping records here? I mean, you really, you don't have any evidence
8: of anything. I sure did. I'm going to be backing up everything digital now, so we don't have to keep track of old paperwork that's left for several months.
3: Well, I think that's very smart of you. So you could make a copy of it and come in here with it. Correct. Okay. All right. That's, uh, you've learned a good, valuable lesson today. okay? Sure have. Thank you very much. You to sign a few documents. Thank you. And the door is that way. Ms.
7: Apollonio, yes, okay, good enough. All right, do you you understand? The judge took her time explaining to you. I do understand and I knew I wouldn't get $1,250. It's really a lesson for him because you can't do business. That's not the way you do business and I'm a business owner and I know that you have to keep records for seven years in the state of California.
3: Well, congratulations, thank you. (laughs) Okay, Harvey, what do you think?
6: So, Doug, abandoned property laws vary not only from state to state, but in some cases city to city. Go online, check your city, check your state, and it'll give you your rights. That will do it for this case litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now.
5: This is the plaintiff, Robert.
2: He says he brought his 2004 Nissan 350Z to the defendant's shop on four different occasions for four different repairs, and he still had problems with his car shutting down at high speeds on the highway. When he brought it to his local Nissan dealer, they told him there had been no repairs done to the car, and he was ripped off. The defendant played him for money. He's riff-roaring and mad and is suing for the return of every penny of the $3,650 he paid him. This is the defendant, Nicholas Hall. He says he's been in business for 44 years, and this claim from the Nissan dealer that he did no work to the plaintiff's car is simply untrue. He's never had an issue like this with a customer. He did the work he was hired to do because he's a reputable mechanic, and he does not owe this man a dime. He's accused of pretending.
6: All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the dock, of the plaintiff brought his Nissan to the defendant multiple times, never fixed it right. But the defendant says the Nissan dealer who's siding with the plaintiff is full of it. It's the case of my Nissan gets a Z.
4: Thank you, Douglas. you welcome, in. OK, Robert, you've asked us not to use your last name. You're suing Nicholas Hall for $3,650 that you want refunded to you for mechanical work you paid him for that according to you did not solve the problem, nor was done, I guess.
9: Tell me what's going on. Um, Back in August of 2014, we were having issues with the vehicle. Um, Mr. Hall was recommended by somebody we know, and we asked him to do repairs. And for over a year from August 2014 through September 2015, we repeatedly had to take the vehicle back uh, for the same problem. Evidently... Um,
4: you didn't buy it from him,
9: right? No you manager. were having
4: him try to help you with whatever problems you're having with your 2004
9: no, car. Yeah, he's a mechanic, so we are okay. there for repairs. All right. And um, we... So
4: from August 2014
9: to when? To September 2015.
4: Okay, but tell me what work was done between August and September. Do you oh. have all the work records? Yes, ma'am. May I see them?
10: Yeah, I have copies of that as well.
4: Okay. What was wrong with the car?
10: Um, I replaced the thermostat, which had been replaced previously. Um, she had another issue with a coil pack, which I Who's replaced. Who's she? Uh, actually, That's th- my, my this daughter's mom. Okay. This gentleman, yes. I have never ever seen in my entire life.
9: Really? Yeah, we ever. spoke
10: on the phone twice. I work out of town, and
4: okay, the, go ahead. She, she handled
10: it. And um, did you drive the car? Uh, she was
9: driving it on rare occasions. She works from home, but every time. So you did,
4: never drove the car?
9: Oh no, no, I did. Yeah, it was my vehicle. But it stayed in Volusia County. I work in Orange County, Orlando, so I was using another vehicle while that one stayed home for her to use. You called her the mother. What did you call her? It's my daughter's mom. My daughter's ex. mom.
4: Are you with her or not?
9: Uh, we live in the same house. Interesting situation. My daughter. Okay, sister. I'm
4: sorry. Yeah. She's <laughs> 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 a good lady. A good okay. Lady. So you took it to a, a Nissan dealership. Yes. And, and they the said Nissan dealership told you what?
9: That uh, a lot of the work that he claimed to have done wasn't. The, then what I did was I decided. Wait, um,
4: a lot of the work what?
9: That he claimed was done wasn't.
4: Okay. Does it does? Do you have that in writing from There's, Nissan? Yeah, I
9: actually highlighted some of it here.
4: Okay, let me see what if you've got. If you
9: compare got. this with what the list of things that he did, there are some things on there that overlap.
4: All right, and then this is obtained by you from Nissan in December. All the dash warning lights came on and car shut itself off. Had it repaired at other private shop, they replaced cam sensors. What's the cam sensor?
10: The cam angle sensor lets the engine engine computer know which cylinder to be firing.
4: Does that have anything to do with the dash warning lights? Yes, ma'am. What does it have to do with the dash warning lights? It
10: sends a signal to the computer that it's out of time, so it'll turn the dash light on.
4: If you replace cam, did you replace cam sensors?
10: Yes, ma'am. And I also have, you have the ticket there.
4: And I have the receipt for the cam sensors that you bought? Yes,
10: and it was a lifetime warranty. With a
4: lifetime warranty.
10: And it would have been replaced had they brought it back to me.
4: Okay, so all this says is what you're saying. You understand Mm -hmm. that, right? They're saying, while driving, all the dash warning lights came on. Car shut itself off, had it repaired at another shop. They replaced the cam sensors. After repairs, vehicle is still doing the same thing. Vehicle has been sitting for a little while since. Once vehicle gone through top to bottom to see what is needed, found battery dead. Using a jump box, found code. So you had it towed to them? Yes. I okay. Did. Using a jump box, found <clears throat> code for lock lockout. Program key done and retest now starts and runs, but coils faulty, causing misfire. What's a coil?
10: Uh, On that particular car, there's six. There's a separate one per each cylinder. That's what feeds the spark to the cylinder.
4: Uh, Did you replace the coils? Yes, ma'am. Okay, it says coils
10: faulty. I replaced two of the coils, which... Then again, if he would have brought it back, they would have been replaced under warranty. If they were two of the coils that I replaced,
9: we had taken the car so many times at that point, and we didn't get receipts as requested. Um,
4: Coils faulty causing misfire to to the dealership. You only replaced two of the coils. Yes, ma'am. Okay. This doesn't say which coils. There's six coils. They don't. Yeah. Right. Also, coolant res. I guess this is reservoir full of rust inspected radiator after startup, found exhaust gases being pumped up through the radiator. Did you replace the radiator?
9: No, ma'am. Okay. I did a flush, a radiator flush.
4: Will need head gaskets, possible head or block, depending on condition. Did you, you said you replaced the head gaskets?
10: I replaced the cylinder head gaskets, yes, ma'am.
4: So why is Nissan telling him he might need new head gaskets four months later?
10: Yeah, he shouldn't have. But, and the car has still not been repaired, and I have not. Have you, has this car been repaired since 2015? No, we... we so what's going we, on with the car? Well, after investing all this
9: money into it, it, it we got maybe cumulatively over that time... A week and a half, it kept leaving. No,
4: what is ha- that's not trendy. answering my question. Oh, what is going on with the car sit- for the last year and a month? What it's, is ha-
9: I have it at home. Nobody's driving it? I haven't repaired it, no. no Nobody's she, driving it? Not, not at this time, no. we want what, to get it At any
4: time in the last year and two months, has anybody been driving it?
6: Are auto repair shots generally honest or dishonest? Honest. Why do you say? Uh, they have reputational capital. That's actually a really good point. Real quick, what do you say? Uh, I would say honest as well. I love reputational capital. That actually makes a lot of sense, going inside the courtroom.
9: It's non-operational. The last time it was driven, it left it, it left excuse me, it left my ex stranded multiple times.
4: Yeah, but he didn't sell you the car. You know, you have a a, a 13-year-old car, you're asking to get repaired. I need to see some, like, concrete evidence that it didn't get repaired and he charged you for something he didn't do.
10: Well, actually... How long have
4: you been in business?
10: 44 years.
4: Have you ever been sued? No, ma'am. Never, ever? Never. Most people who are in business for 44 years have been sued. I mean, this is America after
10: all. I have one case in the Better Business Bureau over a tire falling off the car when it left my shop. We'll need
4: head gaskets, possibly head or block, depending on the condition. We'll need coils and removal. Oh Wait, when did you replace the gaskets? 2014? Uh, Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah, this is December of 2015. How long do gaskets last? I don't know.
10: I, I warrantied it for a year.
4: Oh, so the warranty would be up anyway, because this was a year and a half later.
10: Yes, ma'am.
4: Okay. Um, head gaskets, possible head or block, depending on condition. Blah, blah, blah. We'll need coils and removal of intake to pinpoint the faults in which the cylinder to begin with. I mean, it sounds to me like you just have a crappy car. Well, actually, no,
9: that's not the case. I own the car for two, two and a half years prior to bringing it to him.
4: Yes, I know, it was good until it wasn't. That's how cars work when they go bad. Yeah, you know, like they start to become more, more trouble than they're worth at one point. Yeah. Did but you we, sell the car? We, no. Did you junk it? No. What are you doing with it? Uh, right now it's sitting, we hope to get it repaired. I mean, unless you had some specific evidence where they say, based on what we're looking at, it could not have been replaced one year and two months, one year and four months earlier, you're out of gas, you can't win this case. I mean, you know, getting somebody to look at the car a year and many months later and then saying, you know, that 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 shows he never did this work is just not gonna cut it. My verdict in this case is for the defendant.
3: Well, the plaintiff fails to convince the judge. Robert, obviously, it comes down to the fact you didn't have enough evidence to
9: prove your case. Well, the car never ran, even when we got it back from him. Wow. So we continue to have the same problem.
3: What are you going to do with the car now? Still sitting at your house? Uh, got to come up with some plans Well, you to You're going to have to pay to get it fixed. Without a That's doubt, That's what it yeah. comes... Will you take it back to him? Not well, he likely. He seems
9: like a good guy.
3: Seems you know? like a good guy, but I uh, was right. not
9: satisfied with the work he
3: did. Okay, good luck. All right, thank you. All right, thank you very much. Here comes Mr. Hall, the... Mechanic, forty-four years in business, never been sued. No, sir. Okay, you've been sued and you won, so yes, your record is holding. Okay. Yes, sir. You feel better? I do. You happy? I very. Okay, we like to have happy people here in the people's Very Court. happy. All right,
10: thank you very much. Thank you.
3: <laughs> okay, day. head back home. That's it, Harvey.
6: Okay, I will give you a truism in the law. The longer you sit in the, on your hands, the weaker your case becomes. In this case, the plaintiff completely screwed up by just simply waiting too long. But literally, when bad things happen, a clock starts to tick.
2: Don't text and drive.
7: The
0: People's Court is a Ralph Edwards Stu production. Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized, on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said, done.